Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Alexandria Korn, and you're listening to Weekdays with Murph. Welcome to another edition of Eight Days with Murph. Today on the show, we welcome super talented singer-songwriter Caitlin Quisenberry. We'll, we'll talk with Caitlin about her career, music, and anything she's working on that uh, she can talk about, as well as her uh, brand new single, which you just heard. 
and you may have heard um, 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 earlier this month uh, when it came in at, at number one on my uh, Indie Country Radio show um, the week of October 2nd. So with that being said, let's go ahead and welcome the the uh, uh, super talented Miss uh, uh, Caitlin Quisenberry to the show. Hey, Caitlin, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Thanks for having me. Well, uh, I thank you again for doing this, and and I've got to tell you, I've been looking forward to this pretty much ever since we booked it. Oh, good. I have too. I'm super excited to be here. Uh, and I've also got to say, I, I love this new single. It's <laughs> and I've and. And I think he might have just invented a brand new subgenre of country music. Take no country. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I always love playing with genres. Um, I always like staying within country, but it's really fun for me to kind of experiment. Sometimes I sing more traditional music. Sometimes it's a little more EDM country, pop country. Um, so I had a lot of fun with this one and just kind of stepping outside the box and seeing what my fans think of, of this kind of country. So I love this song too, but I'm really glad you like it as well. And uh, and the first time I heard it, I'm thinking, okay, this is different, but I actually mm-hmm. love it, you know. And uh, and I don't know if you know this or if you heard uh, during the intro, but but your fans voted it as number one on my uh, indie country radio show a couple of weeks ago. That's awesome! I know I saw that. Um, I was super excited when I saw that. That's great. Yeah, actually, um, the music video for this song is coming out next Thursday on the 29th, October 29th. Um, So I'm super excited about that, just to keep pushing the song. And it's been getting really great streams and um, really great feedback from everyone. So so it's super exciting for me. Now, uh, before I get into um, um, some of the questions I have planned for today, uh, just, just, just uh, I tell the listeners uh, how you got into country music in the first place. How I got into country music? Yeah. You know, I it, it's kind of funny because I've I've always been a singer. Um, ever since I was like three years old, I was constantly singing. Um, my grandfather, he was he's a Southern Baptist minister. And so I grew up going to church and hearing him. He would just break out into into song in the middle of his sermons. Um, and so music was always a huge part of my life. And then I, um, you know, I was in all of my school choirs growing up. Um, and then I auditioned for American Idol when I was 15 years old and um, worked with a Grammy award-winning producer, Robert Cotterella, when I was 14. And, and then I decided to go to Pepperdine University and I was a minor there, um, but they only had a classical program. So for the longest time I was classically trained. So I would sing German, Italian, Latin opera. And then I was also in their sacred acapella audition group. And we would travel to Prague in Italy in the summers and do choral festivals. So um, I, you know, I wasn't trained in, um, in country music to begin with. I was always classically trained. And then I, just for fun, would put out covers, just singing different types of music. And no matter what the song was, even if it was a jazz song or a pop song, um, people would always tell me, my friends and family, that they're, they're like, you just have, like, this country twang. Like, no matter what, what song you sing, like, we just kind of hear, like, this little yodel in your voice, or, like, this kind of country 
sound. Um, and so I, I kind of listened to them and, and started singing country music and it just came really natural to me. Um, which I don't really know why I'm from, I'm from Colorado, so I'm not from the deep South. So I don't really know where the accent comes out when I sing, but I do have some family in Louisville, Kentucky. And so maybe that's where I get it from. But, um, but yeah, it's always just been, you know, um, a genre, a, a style of singing and a genre that's been really easy for me and has come really naturally. And so that's kind of how I got into country music. Awesome. And, and, uh, and I was reading up a little, I was reading up a little bit on your bio, and and you kind of did a, a a little uh, 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 Instagram Q and A a couple of weeks ago, and 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 I asked uh, if you weren't in country or if, if you weren't in the music industry, what would you be doing right now? And and your answer kind of blew me away. Uh, um, you'd be a uh, Entertainment attorney. So, so uh, yeah. What I'm wanting to know is is uh, is what was the um, deciding factor between a law career and a music career for you? Well, I mean, so how it all happened was I was actually I had just graduated from Pepperdine University and I was taking a gap year studying for the LSAT. And, um, and I really missed having singing in my life. You know, I was used to, at my university, I was in private voice lessons every day and I was in the audition choir. And so I had so much music constantly in my life. And then all of a sudden I went to nothing and I was just studying for the LSAT and, and it, you know, I just, I really missed it. And so I, I just thought, you know, what, I'll, just, I'll just put out some cover videos for fun, put them all on my Instagram and a producer in Nashville ended up seeing it and invited me to come visit Nashville and so that they would cover um, the majority of all my studio time, get me with songwriters, um, help me kind of, you know, put out an EP and see what happens and, and make me their breakout artist um, and kind of help jumpstart my career. And so that's what I ended up doing last October, almost a, almost a year ago to this date. Um, and, and my life just took a completely different direction. I put out my first single in February and, I just thought, you know what, law school can wait. Um, singing is what really makes me happy. And so I just thought, you know, I'll follow my heart, follow my true passion and see see what happens because that's really what I want to do. And, and, you know, I can always go back to school. And so that's kind of, that was the deciding factor for me is just, you know, what's my true passion and what really lights me up and makes me happy. And then hopefully the rest will follow from there and, and you know, lead the way from, from there. So that's kind of, how my life took a turn last year and, and that's why I'm doing country music now. And I just moved to Nashville two months ago and, and yeah, here I am. Wow. So, so you're, so you're kind of the, the uh, new girl in town. Yeah, I'm definitely the new girl. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I'm honestly uh, well, new to the uh, business too. It's just putting out my first single in February. Right. And, and speaking of Nashville, I mean, uh, that is like my absolute favorite place in this world. I, I have family that lives about probably 20 minutes outside of the city, so so uh, pretty much every time I'm there, uh, I have a uh, a couch to crash on, which which uh, saves me a turn on hotel rooms. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> well, that's awesome. Do, do you go uh, visit Nashville often? Um. 
uh, pretty much every chance I get. I mean, um, last time I yeah. was there was was I think June. <laughs> and, oh, that's and okay. I actually met Garth Brooks uh, um, during that trip. I actually met Garth Brooks, which was just wild to me, you know. Oh, my gosh. I'm jealous. I went and saw his concert last summer, but I never got to meet him, so I'm super jealous of you. <laughs> he is seriously uh, the absolute nicest man in this world. Oh, I love hearing that. That's awesome. Uh, uh um, he was actually playing the the uh, listening room there in town. And really, and I've been to the listening room. Yeah. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, "Wait, Garth is playing a small venue like the listening room? What is happening right now?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Oh my gosh, I've been to the listening room twice since I moved there, and I absolutely love it. Anytime I have a friend come into town, okay. I always say we have to go to a show. <laughs> it's one of my favorite places um, in Nashville, just period. Uh, but uh, and and it happened to be uh, uh, my aunt's birthday, uh, so I called her up. I said, "Hey, um, I'm Garth Brooks is playing is playing the uh, listener on your birthday. I'll get his tickets. You want to go?" So we went <laughs> and. What a great birthday present! And the show was, and the show was just just beyond incredible. <laughs> uh, so I'm sure. Uh, so after the show, um, it was me, mom, my aunt, my uncle. Mom actually, some way or other, talked her way backstage. <laughs> I don't know how this happened. <laughs> and <laughs> and next thing I know, and then and next thing I know. I'm face-to-face with Garth Brooks. I'm thinking, wow. what? <laughs> but, but, <laughs> That's uh, so amazing. Uh, we talked for, for about a week. We got a private concert. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, we talked for about about 10 minutes. And and one thing he told me that, that I'll never forget, of course, I told him what I did with the podcast, and he goes, good. Uh, we need people like you out there by supporting independent artists. Yeah. I, I, I'm telling you, that was like, like, uh, like, that was like God coming down and saying, John, you're doing something right. Yeah, that's so awesome. Well, he's right. I mean, we, lo- I mean, like, what you do for independent artists, like, it's, it's amazing. And, you know, it's, it's, when you're an independent artist, you're really like a one-man show. So, <laughs> I mean, to have the help right. from you and, and other people who support independent artists is just amazing. So thank you. And and I tell people this all the time, that, that if I believe in you and what you're doing, uh, I'll be your 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 uh, biggest cheerleader and your biggest champion, you know? Well, yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. And I absolutely believe in you. So... So uh thank you. Uh, that's that is that that really makes my whole year. So I, I I so appreciate you saying that to me and um yeah, that's just that means so much to me. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh now you know b- before we get into uh some of the more uh, fun questions I've got for you, I, I did want to mm-hmm. talk a little bit about your about your video for uh Amagene. 
Yeah. Which is which is different. I, I think uh, if if I'm counting this up correctly, um, that video is one of only three that I've ever seen that are are either uh, fully animated or or almost fully animated. Yeah. Yeah, it's very it's so, very uh, rare and different to yeah. So uh so uh how did you decide to make it uh uh almost fully animated like it is? Yeah, so I actually I had the idea so I recorded the song and the first time I heard the song it you know, it talks about the choruses I imagine I'm Imogene. And you know, we've all had that person in our life where we, you know, we envy what they have or their life or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, we're just like jealous of, of someone or something that they have. And so it's the, the, the course is I imagine I'm Imogene. And so the, my first thought was, well, she's imagining like this is all in her head. And so I thought, well, what if I did a music video that was fully, you know, almost fully animated where, you know, it starts out in real, real time. But then when she says, I imagine I'm Imogene, it switches, um, to animation like that she's making it up in her head and she's picturing all these things you know we always picture things in our head or we're like oh what would what would it be like to be with that guy or or you know go to go to that school and have that car and have this life um and so that's kind of where the idea came from and then um one of my really good family friends Tom Schneider he is uh, he's an amazing cartoonist in Hollywood and I asked him one night we were having a family dinner and I said you know, I have this crazy idea for an animated music video. No one does it really because honestly, it's 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 a lot of work. Like I, the amount of work that I saw him do. There's actually a really awesome video on my YouTube channel um, that shows Tom making the Imogene music video. And when you see the amount of hours it takes to do an animation like that, I mean, I know why no one does it. You know, no one has animated music videos because it is so much work. Um, but I was so happy to know him and, and he agreed to do it for me. And um, I think it's really cool and unique. And I always love doing things outside the box. And the more I can take my music and my music videos and, and um, my art, you know, outside the box and be creative with it, um, I'm always game for. So that's kind of how that came about. And I'm really happy with how it turned out. And and yeah, it, it is really different. I think that's what's great about Imogene is that it really sets it apart from other people's music videos. Yeah, and as I said earlier, uh, I think there's only two other um, animated music videos I've ever seen. Uh, uh, huh. Mr. Mom from Lone Star and uh, Brad Paisley's Crushing It. I think mm. that's the only other two I've ever seen that are animated. I mean, I, I can only name like a couple on my hand too. So, I mean, it's very rare. I didn't even know if it was possible, but I'm, I'm really thankful to be friends with him and his talent. So I'm glad it worked out. I was nervous at first. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so, uh, so I know, uh, I know she said earlier that you're, you're originally from Colorado. Now mm-hmm. I've been to Colorado, uh, uh, once in my life. I, I flew out, I flew out to Denver for a uh, a, a Rockies baseball game. And, oh, uh, awesome! And well, I I have a dream of seeing 
of seeing all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Uh, I've seen 29 so far. Cool. Oh, my gosh. So you're almost I've there. Seen, yeah. Uh, 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 um, the one uh, 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 the one I have, have yet to see, see uh, is it, actually uh, the farthest one from me. It, it's out in Seattle. So. Oh, yeah. Wow, that that's such uh, an awesome goal. I love that. How fun! I I think I've been to now probably thirty three or thirty four states because because uh, well well um well obviously the baseball stadiums that's twenty nine right there and uh and I've been to like I've been through a few others and 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 I gotta tell you, Colorado especially the. The uh, the uh, Denver area is it, it, absolutely gorgeous. I know. I'm honestly missing it right now, especially the mountains in the fall time. I mean, there's nothing more beautiful mm-hmm. than watching the aspens change. And I, I I've been looking at flights the uh, last couple of weeks just to you know grab a weekend and go back and get my Colorado fix because you know it was my home for such a long time. I grew up there. My whole family lives there. Right. And, and I'm missing it a little bit. I love Nashville, but I, I definitely want to take a little trip, a little weekend trip at least, back to Colorado. And and speaking of Nashville, you just recently played one of your uh, first live shows in Nashville, didn't you? I did. Yeah, it was it was awesome. I mean, you know, it, it's I mean, live music slowly coming back, um, which is super mm-hmm. exciting. Um, because, you know, it's been a little bit shut down since I moved there, so I haven't really gotten to see um, Nashville in full force yet. But I finally got to play my first live show, and it was really great. My brother was in town um, with some of his hockey team, and I had my whole friends and family there, and and I had an amazing guitarist. My guitarist actually plays for Easton Corbin usually, but um, they're not touring right now because Easton's not touring. And so I was lucky enough to have him be able to play with me, and... And it was super fun. And then it was funny because when I got there, they were doing a live stream show um, for 430,000 people. And so I, I, I was getting ready to wow. get up on stage. And, the, yeah, the host goes, oh, also this is being live streamed right now on our radio show to 430,000 people. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, I wasn't really nervous before, <laughs> but now I'm a little nervous. Um, but it was yeah. awesome. And it felt good to get out there and have my first live show and I hope there's many more to come. I hope we can play at the listening room next if I'm lucky enough. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, oh, I'm sure you'll get there. Uh, uh, a couple more questions for you that, that I think we're going to uh, I'll let you go. But uh, okay. uh, one thing I always ask uh, uh, one thing I always ask my guests is is when everything uh it's said and done with your career 30, 40 years uh, uh, down the road. Uh, mm-hmm. What impact or legacy would you like to leave in this industry? You know what? I've, I've thought a lot about this, and I think mm, the legacy I want to leave behind is just the importance of creating. And, you know, I think about this a lot when I songwrite. You know, you don't have to write a number one every time you write. But the, the important part of it is just you're, you're leaving behind a footprint or like a piece of art 
that you created. And I think that's so important is just um, to leave back your memory or, or your thoughts or, you know, a beautiful piece of art or a song behind. And so that's what I hope to do is, is just share the importance of always creating and being true to yourself and always pursuing your passion. Because at the end of the day, you know, we, we're all going to die one day. Um, and the most important thing is just to follow your passion and do what makes you happy. And I think the rest will follow. I love that. You know, you know, and I got to tell you, I had an entire list of like 15 questions I wanted to ask you. <laughs> uh, I, I threw my notes out about 10 minutes ago and, and, and this is probably one of the, uh, this is probably one of the most off the cuff interviews I, uh, I've done in a long time. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I mean, that's, that's how you know it's, it's it's a great interview when you just you throw away all your notes and the conversation just flows. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you know, it, and the reason I asked that question uh, about uh, about uh, well, what impact or legacy that you'd like to leave is is I've been I've been in this podcast game a little over eight years now, mm-hmm. which wow. doesn't seem like eight years. <laughs> it, <laughs> It doesn't yeah, seem that long, fine. but um, <laughs> yeah. um, um, anyway, uh, I've I've been kind of thinking about about uh, um, uh, my own legacy in this space, and and I think it just just uh, uh, what I want to be a be a uh, remembered for most is it is just genuinely being being a good dude who who uh, who uh, who was at least a stepping stone for uh, uh for artists uh to get to uh to uh that next thing in their career. Whether that next thing would be the next interview or the next uh whatever it is. I mean uh if I've helped helped only one person uh, uh throughout this last eight years, I've done my job. Wow. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I can tell that like you just have like a, a heart for service and helping others. And I think that's so important is always giving back to people and, you know, never for, you know, even, even if you become a big star, like that's why I love hearing it about Garth Brooks is that, you know, you're always kind to, to other people and, you know, you never get a big head. And so I, I love that you, you know, but just want to help people and give back. That's amazing. Um, you know, I've always said that that if if I ever if I ever start getting a big head about this or, or getting as we say down here in the south, uh, too big for my britches. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> it's it's time to hang it up. Yep. It's time to leave. Exactly. So, and thankfully, my going that hasn't happened. So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, um, the last uh, uh, last couple of questions I've got for you uh, is is I know you're just coming off of the whole whole uh, uh, release of this new music and and we've got the the um, um, a video dropping next Thursday. But uh, but 
but are there any more uh, projects in the works, like a new EP or uh, or uh, maybe a full album? Yeah, so I actually just started working with a new um, – I'm going to be working with a new producer and really focusing on kind of the brand and the image I want to put out um, and just making sure that's really cohesive. And so I have a couple awesome songs. One song that I wrote is called um, One Line at a Time, and I'm pretty sure it'll be my next release. And it's kind of my story about moving to Nashville. Um, and I also just wrote an amazing song with um, Ben Simonetti and Robin Collins, and it's called um, Cowboy As It Is. And so I have some really awesome demos that are done, but I'm, I'm super excited to get in the recording studio and release those probably within the next coming months. Um, and then hopefully I'll be able to do um, a couple more music videos. And and so that's kind of what I have in the works is just creating a really cohesive sound, figuring out, you know, what I what I want the production to sound like. Um, so you can look out for the, the next song I'll, I'll be releasing is called One Line at a Time. And it's about awesome. a songwriter moving uh, to Nashville, and she's kind of rewriting her story one line at a time. So it's basically uh, autobiographical, pretty much. Pretty much. It definitely takes a, a bit of a creative turn, um, so it's not all about right. me, but, but there's a little bit about me since, you know, I did move to Nashville, and I'm a songwriter, uh, but the rest of it right. is, is more of just a, a good story. Uh, 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 awesome. And and I'm going to tell you, uh, I tell every guest this, but if there's ever anything that you need from me, whether it's uh, uh, promotion for this next single or or even outside of the industry, just as a friend. I mean, I got you. Oh, thank you. Well, you we need more people like you in the industry, so I appreciate it. That's awesome. Um, I think you you uh, have my email address, so um, yeah. so don't ever hesitate to reach out if there's any, if, if if there's ever anything I can do for you. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I really appreciate you having me on the show, too. I had such an awesome time talking with you. Absolutely. And and one more question before you go. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, is there anything that we uh, haven't covered today that you'd like to talk about? Um, I mean, I... I'm kind of like working on, you know, forming my network right now in Nashville. So I'm, I mean, I'd love to share like my, my, my social media is under Caitlin Quisenberry music and I just would love to connect with people. And um, I always open to collaborating and I love writing music with other people and, um, and reach out, you know, I'm, I'm an open book and, and I love when people say, Hey, or they listen to a song and let me know, um, it makes it makes my day, honestly. So, so yeah, that, that's awesome. what I want to tell your listeners. Awesome. Well, well, I, I thank you again for doing this, Caitlin. This has been so much fun. Oh, good. No, I've had a, a wonderful time. So, thank you so much for having me on the show, and I appreciate you supporting independent artists. That's so amazing. Absolutely, it's it. Uh, country music is my absolute passion. And 
and I have I have I, I have so much love and respect for it that 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 I could go on for hours, <laughs> and mm-hmm. and I just uh, uh, I I I just I just absolutely love getting talked to to incredibly talented people like yourself uh, a week in and week out. I, um, there's nothing better. Oh, well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, well, uh, I think we're gonna uh, let you go and and uh, and let you get back to your evening. But uh, thank you again for doing this. This has been so fun. Oh, good. Well, I hope you have a wonderful weekend as well. And thanks for having me. And hope we can do it again in the future. Oh, absolutely. I'll, I'll talk to you later, Caitlin, okay? hope you guys enjoyed our interview with uh, the lovely Miss um, Caitlin Quisenberry. She is such a sweetheart. Uh, let's see. I'm working on something for next week, uh, uh, next Tuesday. So, uh, uh, so as soon as we uh, have those details worked out, I'll, I'll post them. So I think with that, I think I'm going to Gonna uh, end the episode right here. Uh, you've been listening to uh, Great Days with Mark. Thank you and goodbye.